Welcome to Terry Messenger's Genius Zone. Are you a passionate person who wants to stand out in your field and become an iconic leader who thrives within your genius zone? Here on this show, I interview people who are heart-centered and passionate about serving the world with an outstanding presence. I will demonstrate here how to tap into your infinite God-given gift and platform your limitless potential to create a world-class business. And welcome, welcome to this week's podcast. And this is the place and the space where we bring magic to our audience through extremely powerfully and potent coaches that are inside their zone of genius. So we bring to you every week something really exciting. And this week we've got something really important lined up. This is going to be a topic that I know a lot of our listeners are going to be very interested in hearing. It's from a beautiful divine coach and her name is Sonia and this beautiful lady, she helps single women manifest their ideal partner with effortlessness and ease, flow and grace. So I wonder what it is that sometimes we tend to repeat our patterns in our relationships. We tend to have the same people show up and I'm sure a lot of you can really resonate with this. So with no further ado, I give you the beautiful Sonia. Hello, Sonia. Hi, Terry. Thank you for having me. Now, do I say your name, Sonia Coraliva? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that makes sense. Fantastic. (laughs) Okay, whereabouts are you, Sonia? I'm located in California in the U.S. Beautiful, beautiful, where a lot of my um, clients hide out and, uh, or should I say, enjoy and soak up that beautiful sun. They actually say that Perth is very similar to California. We've got beautiful, beautiful beaches over here. Yeah, I've heard that as well. And it's on my bucket list to visit Australia, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. And hopefully soon with, you know, travel easing up, it'll be within the realm of possibility for me. So I'm excited. Absolutely. 100%. So, you know, um, Sonia, as we explore this subject, this is probably a subject that a lot of people are going to be interested in, because even if it is not about your sole partner, um, it could be about your friends, your clients. And, you know, the I guess the, the element that I notice myself is that we tend to attract the same kind of patterns and people and experiences into our lives. So I guess the first question is, you know, what really propelled you to becoming a a coach for single women to help them manifest their ideal partners? Yeah, great question. So I guess to take it all the way back, um, 
I grew up coming from a divorced family, so I didn't really have a healthy blueprint of love to guide myself. And when I, you know, became an adult and got out there into the dating world, and obviously I wanted to find um, that great supportive partnership, I was finding myself, like you said, attracting the same types of people, not what I was looking for, and just getting extremely disappointed and being stuck in that cycle. Um, and with time, you know, I gained confidence and I worked on different things to make myself a better player in the dating space, you could say. But it felt like a lot of the advice I saw out there was very much focused on changing your external um, circumstances, you know, how to write these better messages or how to make your profile better, all of these types of things, the, you know, the message to write to make him respond to you. But what actually worked for me ended up being none of that. So um, in 2020, I was extremely fed up with just where I was at in my dating, you know, life. And um, I had done so many things for myself. I had lived my life, grown my career, traveled solo. I, you know, I was doing everything I wanted to do. And the only thing missing was I wanted somebody to share that with. So, you know, I had heard about manifestation and mindset out on the internet. And I was like, you know, this is the only thing I haven't tried. And I'm curious because it sounds intriguing, but it also sounds a little suspicious. So let me just go and test this out. And so I kind of dove right in. And at the same time, I started working with a coach who I was working um, with on my family, my relationship with my mother, my family. And so I just kind of dove right into the deep end with everything. Um, and I explored, you know, inner child work, NLP and manifestation and mindset tools. And all of a sudden it was like this completely new world opened up to me, not just with relationships, but with other things as well. But the quickest and, you know, first thing I saw just completely shift in my life was that within one month of all these things kind of clicking for me, I manifested my ideal partner, my re ideal relationship. And it's the person I'm still with and we're very happy. And it was just like a light bulb went off. I was so shocked that for all those years I was feeling so stuck. And I just knew I wanted to share that with other women because I had friends who were going through the same thing. And I just wanted to share this gift that I had found with other people and help them accomplish the same success. Because if there's anything the pandemic has shown us, it's really that, you know, what we have at the end of the day is love for other people and our relationships with other people. And that's ultimately what's most important. And I think that resonates with a lot of women, um, especially if they're having trouble in their dating life is that they really just, they want that connection and that healthy partnership at the end of the day, it's what's most important to so many. So that's kind of the journey there in a nutshell. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I hear you because, you know, even um, when you're looking at addressing um, like, you know, women who perhaps carry too much weight on their body, quite often um, it comes from that subconscious reason that they're really wanting to, you know, obviously fill themselves with a void that's going on in their life. And, you know, that can quite often come from a lack of love. 
and, you know, not feeling loved enough. So they use food as a way and a means to really try to fulfill that empty space, which is really, you know, I mean, it's it's really sad. Um, but I guess one of the things that I notice, especially as a Gen X person, is that, you know, uh, these days uh, it's all about Tinder. It's all about dating sites. It's all about you know, having that, you know, profile and being branded and, you know, and perhaps even capturing yourself in your greatest moments, which, I mean, we all do that, right? And, you know, obviously capturing ourselves in those greatest moments, then obviously you get to go and meet with the person and you think, hang on a minute, this is not the person that I thought I was connecting with. So what do you believe? Do you believe it sounds like, um, you know, obviously you went through all of that and even if you did uh, meet, because, I mean, dating sites are, you know, a, a a great way of meeting people, but the fact is that even if you're showing up with the same uh, frequency in your body and the same energy um, that you had when you were a child or five years ago, you're possibly going to be attracting the same person. So what do you believe you healed when you were obviously doing work on yourself? Because obviously the, the modalities you use, such as NLP, I mean, these are absolutely some of the most powerful modalities that can shift the biggest traumas in people's life. So did you discover that there were landmarks in your time that were very relevant to what you had been attracting? Yeah, definitely. And I think, um, you know, what you mentioned about self-image and your body is very relevant to so many women. I myself um, have... I mean, still have, but had very, you know, large insecurities with different things. One of those things was, I'll just be very personal about it. I was super self-conscious about my nose. It has a bump on it. And so I was very self-conscious about my side profile. And in my earlier years, when I began dating and when I was younger, before I even had the courage to begin dating, I was a little bit of a late bloomer. So I never even dated even throughout college. Um, But, you know, I was, and this didn't become clear to me until a little bit later, but I was essentially rejecting myself before I ever gave anyone a chance to even get to know me and, you know, potentially reject me. I was so self-conscious and in so much self-hate, you could say, at a a subconscious level, because it's not like I would wake up and every day, you know, think this, but when it would permeate and come through at those worst moments, it would really be that dominant belief system that I followed. And so, yeah, I was rejecting myself, not even giving anybody else a chance to get to know me. And, you know, I went, I didn't go through any physical changes. I did not get, you know, any plastic surgery, but the difference between then and now is simply what I believe and how I see myself as a result of it, because I consistently consciously decided to look at myself and other things in in my world differently. So, you know, I feel for everyone who goes through, you know, body dysmorphia or self-image problems, because although we go all go through it in different ways, you know, I've been there and I can tell you that the only thing that changed for me was my own perception and sort of where I was internally with my mindset 
versus anything actually external. I know people talk about all the time is like, you can lose all the weight, you can change things about you, but nothing will change unless your mindset changes. And I just want to say that it's true because it all starts from within. So hopefully that makes sense. But oh, I've definitely does. felt it's that. Very, very, it's huge. I mean, really, um, you know, when people are, you know, really crippled inside through the way they feel they look and they, they're not having that self-love and they've got that inner critic that little monkey voice you know speaking and chattering in the in their ear you know you're not good enough you don't look as good as that person over there and you know I, I, I believe that our world is really showing up with people that you know who can use filters for Instagram, Facebook and show up how they want to show up and have the you know, ability to do that. But in actual fact, it's okay because I use filters as well, of course. But, you know, the simple fact is that if you can't look at yourself in the mirror and totally embody and embrace all of you, then how is the next person? And furthermore, one of the biggest things is that when we shrink back and we um, even when we're not out there saying to the world, you know, oh, I have, you know, self-worth issues and I, I have self-image issues and I, I don't like the way I look and everything else. I mean, I believe everybody is their own worst critic anyway. We don't say that. We don't, I mean, the chances are that you're not going to roll up at a you know, at a pub and say to a guy, hey, you know, by the way, I've got self-image issues. And uh, <laughs> uh, mind you, it might be a little bit refreshing if you did actually. But the fact is that it's the energy and it's the energy that is sensed in the other person. And in actual fact, while a person is hiding it, and they're suffering with, you know, self-image. And it goes for anything. If you are suffering from anything in your life and you're, you're keeping it to yourself, it's becoming bigger. It's turning into this dark monster, if you like, and it's, it's becoming this, you know, um, this secret that, it, that you're giving power to. But, you know, the moment that you embrace it and you say, you know what? I don't feel 100% happy with the fact that my lighting is dark, like, for example, right? My lighting is dark, my camera and my technology has had a mind of its own today, and I don't feel great about that. But you know what? I'm not called to be perfect. I am called to acknowledge what it is that I'm struggling with and not to let it become a dark secret that festers and then attracts the same negative energy because it's almost like then when we're hiding it when we we attract people they tend to you energetically attract back into your life what your body and what your soul is trying to heal so you know you might be healing the parent the mother the father um the the teacher, the uh, the person that put you down or beat you um, or molested you or whatever that that is. Um, and until you actually face up to it and you become aware of it 
and and even then leverage it as your your platform to then become like yourself, Sonia, um, where you know what it's like to go through self-image issues. You know what it's like, right, to um, have, you know, really struggled in that area with the relationships. And so, so now if I was to ask you to give, you know, some of your greatest sources, if you will, about what you would say to a woman out there listening to this, um, someone that you know, you're very aligned with, um, you know her heart, you know the depth of her soul, you know what she's battling with and what she's struggling with. What would you say to her? What would be your high recommendations for that person that's battling self worth issues, relationship issues, not being treated the way they deserve. Yeah, I mean, I know that's a big one and a tough one to kind of address with one thing, but I think what it all comes down to and what I start with, I guess you could coaching and oh, are we good? <laughs> there we go. Um, within my coaching and within um, my program is I really always want them to ask the question, is whose belief or whose story are you carrying here? Um, because a lot of times it's not our own opinion. It's not our own belief, but it's something we've, uh, you know, accumulated, picked up or been programmed with, however you want to call it, from a young age. And, you know, a lot of times it's from our family, from our parents. Um, and then other times it's from peers, during school, other things. So I know that it, you know, it can vary, but uh, I always ask, you know, someone to just, let's take a step back and question where this story or where these beliefs came from, because a lot of times we need to almost, you know, detach from them as being a hundred percent truth that we, you know, we can't, um, you know, we, we can't let go of because not a lot of things are a hundred percent truth. A lot of things are, a belief and a story that we've picked up. And so the first, you know, step to accepting a new reality and accepting a new belief system is essentially, um, you know, acknowledging where these stories are coming from and who gave them to us. And what did we hear when we were younger and who told us those things? And huh, now we're starting to pick up how all these things build up into a story. And from there, we take the decision and a step forward to the decisions of not allowing future events to just, you know, attach to this story and have meaning. We're only going to give them meaning that we want to give them. And that's kind of how we start from a blank slate with releasing and rewiring those beliefs is by kind of understanding and acknowledging where they came from. And like you mentioned, the tools of NLP, others are very helpful in doing that because it allows us to take back that power and just acknowledge that things are not just black and white, they are not truth, and we get to decide a new reality. And the next step there is the magic of how much differently you see things show up after you start to adopt new beliefs. When you start you know, having this new identity and, you know, really like rewriting that story, you start seeing a different reality show up around you. And that's the magic of manifestation that I think can be hard for people to get behind until they've seen it in their life. But once you see it, you know, you don't really go back because you know it works. And, you know, I've, I've had this work for myself, my clients. And, um, you know, I, I've, 
I'm so passionate about it that I share it with everyone in my, you know, in my circle. And they're always surprised and shocked at how much things can change that things that they didn't think they could accomplish. And all of a sudden it's beautifully unfolding in their life um, just from making these few simple shifts. So I guess that's what I would go with as a first step forward. Wow, that was that's fantastic. I absolutely love that. So, you know, really when people start to understand that it's about really tapping into what story are you telling yourself? Where is it coming from? You know, whose voice is it? Because the chances are it wasn't yours. You didn't come into the world with that story. So, you know, acknowledging it. I love that. And then, of course, you know, as you, uh, you know, you acknowledge where the stories come from, the next part is making the decision to make the meaning that you want and rewiring your story. Because, you know, as uh, Sonia says, this is really about what you want to create. You can rewire your mind. And when you realise that really it's only a meaning, it's just a meaning that you actually gave it yourself, you know, that's when you can begin to move to the next level of rewiring that story, which is number three source, creating your new identity. And it's interesting that you talked about, you know, the frequency or vibration uh, along those lines because this is the whole thing that happens when you're not even saying a word. Your frequency and your energy will shift. Mm -hmm. You will rise up. You won't have to go out and say, well, I own myself. You know what? I didn't like my nose, but I've decided this is the nose I've, I'm born with. And wow, it works. And it's a, and, and I embody that. I embrace it. And you know what? Uh, that old story about the way that I was attracting, you know, those relationships, that's just an old video. That, that's just a, you know, part of that Palladian heritage, if you will, where I can go back and I can look down like someone's given me the book of my future and I can look at that and go, well, you know what? I needed to go through that. You needed to go through that because guess what? You're called to do some divine work on this planet. You are called to become the person you want to be and to have that beautiful relationship. So when you look at it as you become the authority, so that, that pain body of experience becomes the light body and then becomes the authority and then that frequency. So I absolutely love this. And, of course, I want to find out too about your, uh, your program and uh, what you are actually creating in your program. So if you'd like to tell us, Sonia, about the name of your program, um, perhaps what it involves, what a person can expect to go through while they're in there with you, and some of the biggest shifts you've actually seen for yourself. Yeah, definitely. So my program is called Solo to Soulmate, and currently it's a three-month program. 
Um, but you know, that could change in the future depending on what direction I take it. Um, so currently we focus on three phases and they kind of fall in line with some of what I've been talking about so far. So the first phase is called the reimagine phase. We kind of take a look at what's currently going on in our patterns, in our subconscious, and we become a neutral observer of it um, to really understand why are these things playing out, but from a non-judgmental, you know, not assigning meaning or stories point of view. Um, and I think this phase is extremely crucial and very powerful for so many because, you know, you are oftentimes right in the midst of your you know, thought spirals and your dating experiences. And you're not oftentimes able to become that neutral observer and, um, be, you know, find meaning and uh, lessons from those patterns. So we do that first. Um, and we also kind of come up with that initial list of what we want in an ideal partner, because we want to start getting your imagination going and really start for you to identify what it is you're seeking. And then we move into a rewire phase, which is where we actually take those beliefs that we've now uncovered and start rewriting them and rewiring them while releasing all of the negative um, emotions and stories that are still tied to your old beliefs and basically essentially making space for these new ones. Um, and throughout this whole process, I offer guidance with you know your continuous dating mindset as well as dating strategy. Um, just to support you throughout the process, because I understand that there's ups and downs. And oftentimes after phase two, my clients want to write a completely new list because all of a sudden their horizons are expanded so much that they look at their old list and they're like, oh my gosh, I thought I could only have these five things. Like I want to write 20 and I want to be super specific. And I'm, you know, moving towards believing that this is possible for me. And I look, I feel it. I mean, depends on where they're at, but some people are already there. Some people are on their way there. And that's when we enter in into phase three, which is personally my favorite phase, but it's the receive phase where we get to really embody that receiving state and build trust in ourselves and the universe and just really maintain that mindset. I want to set up my clients so that they are also great and okay without me being there. And they have something sustainable that's going to a, last them throughout their whole life in every part of their life and also, you know, be um, be sustainable and be something that works within their life and, you know, isn't leaving them burnt out. So those are kind of the three phases. And um, some of the biggest shifts I've seen are, I mean, kind of what I just talked about. But I mean, I've seen women go from being unsure of that if they can overcome, you know, saying, oh, I don't know, I think I have too much history. I think I have I think I'm too messed up for my previous relationship. I don't know if I can overcome this to feeling like, you know, they are well going on better dates, meeting better people and feeling so safe and secure in making their decisions in their dating life, not feeling like they're controlled by those ups and downs in their mindset, not feeling like they're controlled by their triggers and really seeing a difference in what's showing up in their dating life, feeling like they have the tools and resources to support themselves throughout that process and to really feel like that person is on their way. So um, yeah, those are some of the biggest shifts. And I'm so honored to have this space to do this work with women because seeing those shifts and seeing them adopt 
better beliefs and beliefs that allow them to expand their horizons and be say, I I think I was asking for too little, like this is what my ideal partner looks like. And I know I deserve this is just so magical and so special to me. So um, that's my program in a nutshell. That is just incredible. I love that. Now, if our viewers want to um, get in contact with you, what I'm going to get you to do is drop your link um, into our group and also we will drop it into the podcast so that it will be there for people to actually find you. But is there any quick, easy way to find you if someone is listening and really wants to get in contact with you, Sonia? Yeah. um, So you can find me on Instagram or Facebook. And again, you know, it sounds like I'll drop those links in, but um, unfortunately my name is not super easy, I guess, off the top of, off the bat to spell, but it's exactly what what my name is, soniacoroliva.co. That's my Instagram handle. So soniacoroliva.co. And then on Facebook, it's just my name, Sonia Coroliva. So um, that is how you can find me if you want to go for it really quick. And then the links I'm assuming will be just accessible as well. That's just amazing. And thank you so much for sharing your gold nuggets. And, you know, I know that it's so many people suffer and they suffer in silence. You know, they they go through thinking, oh, there's something wrong with me or they're busy looking over their shoulder at, you know, friends that seem to be so happy and all loved up. And, you know, they they really, you know, they self-sabotage themselves um, by really comparing them. So, you know, to really bring this topic out front and show people that it doesn't matter what you've been through, how much you've endured. And as Sonia was saying before, you know, you know, some people think, oh, I've had so many things happen to me. Like, where do I begin? Well, this is where we navigate. People like Sonia and myself can navigate very, very quickly to find the root cause. And, you know, it's in that moment when, you know, we, you find those elements that were landmarks that imprinted you, that impacted you, that affected you, and you get to embrace them, you get to embody them, you get to say thank you and then release them and rewire. And it doesn't matter if you've had a 100 experiences that are dark because this can be done so quickly. So, Sonia, I just want to thank you so much for sharing in this. And um, I really, you know, I know that there's a lot of people in my circle um, who, who may be very, very interested just to focus in on that element of, you know, rewiring. Because the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. You change this, you rewire this element that maybe that it's relationships that are are really, really just uh, you're, you're desperately struggling with. You'll find, and Sonia, I'm sure you've seen this yourself, a whole myriad of your life just changes for the better like a domino. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. I've seen my clients you know, come back to me after, um, you know, a week between sessions saying, you know, I just got a raise. (laughs) Like, I don't even know. I just came back from vacation and I got a raise from my boss, you know, Um, things like that, where it's just, like you said, it's a domino effect and you will start to see so many things shift. So 
obviously I lead with the dating piece, the relationship piece, but it's not just going to be confined to that. I can tell you that for sure. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's all high frequency. It's all about when you shift that boulder, <laughs> you're kind of making room for all this new, uh, beautiful, juicy energy to come in and just start manifesting, you know, your magic. So again, thank you. And um, I would love to talk to you about your program as well backstage. So if I can ask you to wait backstage. And um, yes, thank you again, Sonia. This has been an amazing conversation. Thank you, Terry. Wow, what a lady. So guys, what can I say? If this has been your experience, you know, negative relationships, you know that you've been attracting them. You know that you feel that silent desperation of your own self-worth and the way that you see yourself. Then I would strongly suggest get in contact with Sonia. Now you may have a story that you want to make your glory. You may have a zone of genius that you want to share right here on my podcast. You can go to my website, terrymessenger.com, and you can contact me or find me on social media, Instagram and Facebook, and let's connect to find out your story. Let's share it to the audience, or perhaps you would like me to take a deep dive into how we can discover your zone of genius and turn the pain of your story into your glory. My name's Terry Messenger. Until our next podcast, see you soon. Thank you for listening to our show. And if you want to know how to tap into your zone of genius, or if you have a gift that you want to platform to the world, go to my website, terrymessenger.com and where it says elite crown master key click on book a free discovery session and we will map out your road to success